Don't tell me not to cry and not to pout. Santa Claus is freaking me out. I have a million questions spinning around my head until I get some answers I refuse to go to bed. Like how can a fat man sit down my Hello, throat? folks, and welcome to... Was it episode two of the Christmas season? <laughs> I thought you forgot the name of the show. I, I didn't do it. I was, like, I was like, oh my god, we need to start over. He can't remember the show's name. He blanked out. I forgot what I'm doing. No, we're 40 going on 14, and this week we are reviewing Santa Claus's. Santa Claus the movie from 1985 up against the Santa Claus from 1994, which I assumed was made much later than that. <laughs> so, so I'm Mike. I'm Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh, and I'm dreaming of a white creature that has rows of pointy teeth. It haunts my dreams. Um, sharp teeth. Look at the bones! Yeah, I should, um, yeah, I should probably talk to a therapist about that. I'm a little scared right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just now? I'm kind of turned Just on now. <laughs> so, oh yes, welcome to week two of the Christmas season. We are uh, covering the Santa Claus, the movie from 1985, starring such issue-filled people as Dudley Moore and John Lithgow. And then Santa Claus from 1994 with Tim Allen going up against Judge Reinhold in a blood sport battle. <laughs> I think we uh, watched different <laughs> movies. Did we? Uh, he watched Santa Claus, C-L-A-W-S. Oh, strangely, Judge Reinhold was still in that one, too. Um but before we do that, since 1985 is the year of the uh, first movie, this week in 1985, Ooh. yeah, movies, Spies Like Us was released this I've week seen in 1985. I've seen that movie many yeah, times. I love that movie. It's one I've of the best seen it I've literally seen. twice. What? I Maybe yeah, I don't times. think I've seen it since like 1986. I've seen it probably a half a dozen times I would, if I had to venture a guess. Yeah, I'm saying between between five and ten for me. Enough, that. enough that I... My favorite part of that movie is when they come out of the um out of the G Force simulator and their faces are just frozen. What's it called? Oh, yeah, No, I like I like the one. Where'd you get a tape? <laughs> that one in uh, what was the what's the the song they're listening to? Where's at when I'm at work? There's uh, one guy who likes to put on the 50s station all the time, and uh, quite often um. Uh, what's uh, what song are they listening to? The Russians listen to it. Yes, yeah, so I'm trying to think of. I knew exactly what you were talking about. I can't. Uh, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. It was about. like a doo-wop song, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. But I, I can't remember. Sorry, I have no idea. Ah, I, I can be no. Help All I know years. about music from that movie was when they go spies like us. Woo! That's the only part I know. <laughs> no, that's Ducktales. Ducktales. <laughs> it's very similar. I think it was written by the same Randy uh, Newman. <laughs> the same Randy Newman. Not, not that evil the imposter, Randy Newman, out there running around. You got a friend in me. It'd be awesome if there was an evil imposter, Randy Newman, running around out there. <laughs> no, it would not. Just really, really mean-spirited parodies. <laughs> short, short people gets changed into something else. <laughs> that is mean. Anyway. I don't know. We've, we've, I don't know going on. We've had a lot uh, music. Yes. Depressing. Ian Stewart died on this Aww. day. In 1985, oh. uh, Ian Stewart, one of the founders of the Rolling Stones, died in a car accident. Yeah. That was sad. Is there ever anything as a car purpose dent? What? I have no fucking idea what you're talking about now. Moving on. See, we went we went this way with the conversation. <laughs> now you you turned that way, and uh-huh. you're going that way come, on your own. Come now. back, Joel. Come back. <laughs> uh, I got to do a three point turnaround. Keep talking. 
Harvest. Okay. So, television, this week also, the North and the South miniseries started off. <laughs> yeah, right? That, that, was, per- that was perfect. Like, it, just the way it was like so in the background. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm with you again. Let's go. <laughs> so, so the North and the South. North and the South. Was, Did any of you guys watch the this? precursor to Boys in the Hood, right? Yeah, it was. The one Civil War. Um, yeah, Civil War starring um, Patrick Swayze. What? And yeah, Patrick Swayze. He's on the cover. Click the link. The Dashing Confederate. And, yes, and going down the list. Look at who's down there at the bottom. Jonathan Frakes. Oh, uh, number Riker. Yeah, yeah. Kirstie oh, Alley was in it. Taking up a two. Yeah, there was a, and it says it's among right, others. Even though, he but um, it was kind of weird because this one was a uh, miniseries was in 1985, 1986, and then jumped to 1994. Wherever he went, north and what now? <laughs> it's quite a leap. They're all like, "Oh, the Civil War? Uh, we forgot about that already." Well, that's when they did a yeah. remake of it, and all the guys in the South were like, "South side," and they were like, "That's not accurate," and they stopped making it. So, when are we going to watch Roots for this show? Oh, what would be the modern equivalent, like Twelve Years a Slave, something like that, or? Django Unchained? Django Unchained, Roots. yeah. Oh, Roots wow. takes long enough that I think we might last. I don't know where I'm going with this. Django Unchained <laughs> was brilliant. We should watch it. I love that movie. Love it. I have not, I have not seen Holy that Holy crap, why not? Oh, my goodness. I know. I it is. Yeah, that might be a please. future show. Because uh, it's it, a remake. It is? Yeah. The Django. It's, yeah, it's technically, there was another movie called Django. But anyway, we're not yeah. talking about that now. No. We're not. No, we're not. We were talking about North and the South, but now we're done with that. Um, so that was ni- week in 1985. Spies Like Us, Ian Stewart dies in North and the South. That's what I got. Nothing too thrilling. Spies Like Us is fun. Ian Stewart dying was sad. North and the South. Can't get along. No. I think I, instead I watched Night Court. That sounds about right. Yeah. You do seem like influenced by Harry Anderson. Then he does, doesn't he? Better at outfit, you know. That is yeah. so true. <laughs> you you are. Do you have a thing for Mel Torme? <laughs> Who doesn't? The, the Velvet yeah, Frog? Seriously. Do you not? I said frog. Did you still call him the Velvet I Frog? <laughs> the Velvet Frog. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. <laughs> I totally did. I'm wondering why the two of you weren't commenting on that. I'm like, I know I didn't mishear that. <laughs> I'm glad somebody caught that then. Awesome. So the, who's going to be Marky Post? Frog. All right, Mike, you got to draw a picture of the Velvet Frog at some point. <laughs> I will draw a picture no, of no, the Velvet Frog. No, no, have yeah. Oh my God. I, I don't know if you guys, I have, to, I will post this on the, uh, 40 going on 14, uh, page. My daughter, I was drawing. I asked her for, a, you know, she, you want to draw a picture, daddy? You want me to draw you a picture? Sure. What do you want me to draw you? Draw me a giant robotic cheeseburger. And she drew the best damn picture of a robotic cheeseburger attacking a city it I've ever seen. Brilliant. <laughs> I, I do, I'm, I'm putting it on a shirt. <laughs> I want to see Godzilla versus hamburger. I really do. Oh, hey. Yeah, I'm not, that actually sounds pretty cool. I'll ask her to do that one. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so let's Please. move on. And Santa Claus, the movie. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. So this one came out in 1985. I was 11. And I was not. <laughs> you were like, what, 28? <laughs> no, I, no, Pat was 28. <laughs> Pat's been 28 since he was three. <laughs> <laughs> and hated oh, everything. I was born with a widow's peak. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And it stars Dudley Moore, John Lithgow, David Huddleston, Burgess Meredith, Judy Cornwall, and Jeffrey Kramer. And after that, all the pictures disappear because nobody else in this movie is any. Yeah, yeah. nobody. I recognize Burgess Meredith. 
I should hope so. He's an amazing actor. I mean, he was. Oh, I got so. He was in uh, the Twilight Zone, and I got so excited when when I heard his voice pop out of that actor. I didn't recognize him underneath all the makeup. As soon as his voice came out, I was like, Oh my god! It's and his man. voice popped out of that. How actor. did you not recognize him as Burgess Meredith? He looked like Burgess Meredith wearing a Pretty mustache. Much. I just wasn't even really paying attention to. I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be Burgess Meredith. I was yeah. just like, Okay, it's some old ass dude. I wasn't even really looking. Hey, Pat. What? Were you high? I, duh. <laughs> Now, why do was, I feel bad? My question, my question is, who the hell was he, though? He was the ancient dwarf, I know, or ancient but elf. They never even explain. They're just like he's just the oldest guy in the world coming out and with the longest mustache you've ever seen. Well, obviously he was important somehow because they kept him in that room. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it just, he just comes out. He just gives him the nod of approval. You're like, yeah, do your thing, and now I'm gone, and they never see me yeah. again. That's pretty much it. So I just think it's I don't know awesome I, that Santa was played by the Big Lebowski. Oh, well, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I kept picturing him talking to the dude, and I kept waiting for the dude to show up. It was so awesome. I kept waiting him to say a line from uh, Blazing Saddles. <laughs> that was the uh, yeah. I'm grateful that you know, these children were here to fill that old country gibberish. <laughs> All right, yeah, I kept waiting uh, yeah, for one of the elves to stand up and be like, "Santa Claus is right about the other Santa Claus being right." <laughs> uh, Can so, I just say none of the. Okay. You may. When I started watching this movie, first of all, I was really hesitant after all your guys' negative commentary on it, except for Pat who hadn't watched it at that point. And when I started watching it, I kept hearing them say this certain word, and I was confused by it. And at first I thought they were saying Wendigo. And I'm like, cool, there's going to be a freaking Wendigo in this. Like, it's <laughs> going to be awesome. And then as I listened more closely, it sounded like they were talking about Gumby the porn star because it sounded like they were saying Bendicum. And I'm like, what is Bendicum? Oh, I'm going to get the biggest bone you've ever seen. You know, I didn't know what it was. And then I realized they were talking about the elves. This is like another name for elves. I was like, that's lame. Yeah, Vendigum. Yeah, yeah. Vendigum. Yeah, because why would they be using an, uh, uh, another name for the elves in a movie that had elves in it? Though, honestly, a Wendigo would have made this movie a lot yeah, I better. know, right? <laughs> I don't know these Santa Claus fight off a Wendigo. <laughs> Dude. Um, so this starts out, Santa Claus as St. Nicholas. A bunch of kids getting told a story by a very, very old woman. About the Vendigum, who are the elves, and it's basically the origin story of Santa Claus, who is apparently supposed to die in a blizzard. By the yeah. way, that was just a, that was uh, an awful, awful, awful intro song to this movie. I, it that, was. That was just gross. I was like, "What is this? Is assaulting my ears?" But anyway, the entire yeah, yeah, yeah just so, that. So, yeah, so yeah. He's dying. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, hush. So he's dying. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's dying in a let's, blizzard. Let's go into the. Let's go into the. Uh, the rundown on this one says the first half of this film set hundreds of years ago shows how the old man who eventually becomes Santa Claus was given immortality and chosen to deliver toys to all the children of the world. The second half moves into the modern era where Patch, the head elf, strikes out on his own and falls in with an evil toy manufacturer who wants to corner the market and eliminate Santa Claus. It was directed by Jeannard Swach. <laughs> oh, right. Swach. I remember Jeannard yeah. Swach. This, this was the beginning of his rise to stardom, you know. Right. Yeah. Bef- well, before this, he did uh, Somewhere in Time. Then he did Santa Claus Man. the Musical. And then he did Santa Claus the Paperback. And then he did Santa Claus the Breakfast Cereal. He just got in a rut after a while. Well, see, here's the thing. His his movies kind of blew. Jaws 2, uh, Santa Claus, Supergirl. You know, those really kind of suck. But he's still working on, uh, let's see, going past like Jag. He's a C-level director, he did- basically. Well, I mean, he did a bunch of Smallville episodes. He did a bunch of uh, Fringe episodes. He did seven episodes of Fringe. Which Fringe is phenomenal. I love Fringe. Fringe is incredible. 
Uh, he did, let's see, Back to Where You've Never oh, Been. In a, in Amsentia. He did some Supernatural. One called LARP and the Real Girl, which I want to see that now. Oh, yeah, Are Lars and the Real Girl. No, no, no. No, 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 not Lars. This is an episode of Supernatural. Oh. It's called LARP and the Real oh. Girl. And he's done all the way up until now. He's done episodes of Grey's Anatomy. So he's been doing stuff. Probably his wife. Uh, just, all right. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> this one was written by David Newman. All right. And, and Leslie's Randy's brother. Oh. Randy's brother. Uh, maybe he's the evil Randy Newman we heard about. Oh, that, that, we, we found him. Okay. Yeah. He, I have to say something. Uh, and I ahead. sent you all a picture of this already, but His right butt? before things get interesting <laughs> in the movie, there's a scene where a homeless guy is sitting there eating or smoking or something. Yes. And Dudley Moore, the elf, is standing next to him and he makes some comment and he disappears. And right behind him is the A-team van. Yes. And I took a picture to prove it. And it was Yeah, yeah there, was, there was no denying that that was the A-team van. That was definitely the well, A-team I mean, van. At, it was bad at minimum, it was somebody that painted their van to look like the A-team van. I, that had to have been an... Uh, like an Easter egg type thing back then. Uh, was it on purpose? Oh, they're tying it in for Santa Easter. Uh, damn it. Yeah, Mr. Mr. T's Mr. Easter Fun Jam. Easter Bunny the movie. Yes. That's where I was headed. Wow, I can't talk. That uh, van doesn't appear to have a driver. Just looking at your screenshot there. Well, it's parked. Uh, yeah, oh, it wasn't moving. Well, that makes sense. Otherwise, it'd be a moving van. <laughs> we're, just, huh? we're just barreling <laughs> down. <laughs> parked cars <laughs> don't always have drivers. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm with you. True. But they so, do Sometimes. Sometimes. Yes, I do. So, uh, some great, I don't know. The, I, I want to apologize to all of you for making you watch this. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, we got my, I recall when I first saw this, my sister, I think it was one, just wanted to see this movie and the whole family got drugged to the theater to go see this. You saw this in the theater? You, I saw this in the theater. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is just below, no, this is just above the lowest theater experience I've ever had in my life is when the family won tickets to go see the Care Bears movie. Oh, I thought you were going to say Spawn with it, me, for, but whatever. No. Uh, no. But um, I'm the one called Puffy. Yeah. That's, yeah. Bad and then the elf puns. Yeah. Oh, God. I want to, I want to, is, is Dudley Moore dead? Yes. Okay, good, because I want to kick him in the crotch for all those puns. The elf respect. You shall not the elf mess pass. with Dudley Moore. You, you Dudley, Dudley okay. Moore is amazing. You, not in this. No, but he's still Dudley Moore. Dude, he made amazing Easter eggs, so you shouldn't like. I mean, knock him too much. Amazing Easter. Yeah, egg. he's the spokesperson for Paws. He is. he is. Was he was? Somebody somewhere is laughing right now, going, "That Joel, wow, he is really <laughs> knocking him out of the park tonight." <laughs> I miss yeah. this show. Unfortunately, that person doesn't doesn't <laughs> listen to this uh, podcast. In some alternate universe. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what a delight. I'm going to listen to this show a second time. What a delight! What? I don't even know what you're going there with. Oh, somebody somewhere's going to get in. They're going to be like, I know what you're talking about, and it'll be a grenade joke okay. on the biggest level. So anyway. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So if any of you got that joke, please call us and let us in on this note. Because we call 708-669-9727. Let us know if we got yeah. the joke. Because we don't know what the hell he's talking about. Now wrap. It's the time of yes. Year. W. Yes. So trivia: real deer were trained to pull the sleigh, but they uh, for shots where you, they couldn't use deer. It says sophisticated animatronic deer were used for 1985. Sophisticated. <laughs> they like could read and smoke pipes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They sat in velvet and chairs. They read Charlotte Bronte. <laughs> <laughs> the role of BZ, the uh, toy store, uh, the toy company owner. 
uh, was actually offered to Harrison Ford, Burt Reynolds, Dustin Hoffman, and Johnny Carson. They were all working on real things, so they gave it to John Lithgow, yeah, who'll do anything. Yeah. And they turned it down. Uh, Which, yeah. incidentally, did anybody else find that once John Lithgow came into the movie, it actually became somewhat interesting? It, it became kind of funny. A little bit. Oh, well, before before we get to yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to save all that for uh, when we, I thought we were going to do the end. I got this. Just tell me how different of a movie this would become if this had become, this had gone through. The first choice to direct this movie was John Carpenter. What? What? Interesting. <laughs> it was called Santa Claus. And his, yeah, and his choice for Santa was Brian Dennehy, which would have made, would have been a completely different movie. Yeah, talk about a dark turn. <laughs> Yeah, I think it would have been Bad Santa before Bad Santa. Yeah, I think that I think it would have been a hell of a lot better. Right, then he's on, on on set, drunk, yelling at Dudley Moore. <laughs> what happened to you? You used to be somebody. <laughs> uh, I would have liked right. Edward G. Robinson and uh, Don Knotts. That would have been a great combination. <laughs> now listen here, Shay, it's Santa. See, oh, but Santa, <laughs> that Joel is phenomenal. <laughs> He makes me laugh until I stop. I'm sorry, a snifter of sherry, please. Oh, God. All right. Anyway. So, so Santa Claus becomes Santa Claus, and they give him the curse of immortality. Yeah. I do want to say... Said, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, one thing I will say about this movie is... The set was amazing. Like the, you know, the, the, the workshop and everything. And it was, Oh yeah. It was, it was beautiful and very well done. So I, I really liked the set. Yeah. They did a great job on the set pieces. I mean, that was, they, they were huge. They are <laughs> really good. Unfortunately, they put all the money into colored wood and didn't leave any left over for a script. Right. Very or true. Or electronics but, or, you know, anything like that. Yeah. Or, However, ironically enough, did you, did you really, Think about this before you picked it out, Mike, because the story was very similar to the Santa Claus that we're going to talk about later. Yeah, they both started kind of dark with Santa dying in the snow. Because Santa Santa was kind of, he didn't really have a choice in taking over the role. He took on a, yeah, he took on a a kid. I mean, the the storyline was actually quite similar in a lot of ways. And I, I didn't know if that was intentional or not, but as I was watching, I'm like, wow, this is like a really boring and terrible version of the Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, if only they had... Re- no, I, I didn't think... Well, I just did it because I remember seeing this and recalling, you know, it being awful. So you put it on but all this to watch it? <laughs> well, dude, if I suffer, you must also. Misery loves company and such. Exactly. Uh, and delivering mail through the fireplace... Seems like a bad idea. Yeah. I like I like when all the broken toys fell through. And I'm like, why aren't they catching on fire? Like, yeah, they were fire retardants. For a fireplace paint, that size, apparently the paint is flame retardant. Yeah, it's 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 that, it's that new uh, flame challenge, Patrick. I don't know why I'm going so with let, that one. Either. So let let's send highly flammable paper through a chimney into a fireplace. That's perfect. Yes. Yeah. So we can't figure out why our our rate of return is so low on the letters. <laughs> so Santa Claus goes on his run. He goes through the years, gives out toys, and apparently there's only one naughty kid in the first three centuries. <laughs> yeah, and then later only you, one homeless kid in New York. You, you, did you notice that too? Before we before we go that far, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to talk about it real quick. I was like, like okay, so 
the Burgess Meredith thing I was talking about, when he first came out, I thought like, you know, I was, I was like, okay, maybe they're not technically immortal. Maybe they only live like a thousand years or something. And this is the other Santa Claus. They're retiring him. No, that wasn't the case. So, uh, so there was just basically, there was no Santa before this, before this guy came along. So why the hell do they have this place built and all these toys if nobody's there to deliver any of anything to anybody? What are they even there for? There's a who prophecy. Was, but who was doing it before he showed up? Nobody. The two fairy. Prophecy. Yeah, dude. they were getting ready for the prophecy. That was established. Yeah. Well, I know it was established, but I'm just saying, like, you know, so they're basically saying nobody got gifts for Christmas before he showed up? Pretty much. I mean, he was giving them to the kids he could reach in his sleigh. Ah, uh, so I... Yeah, I the elves were watching him. The, the ultra-conservative Christians should get on this, because, you know, they're trying to say that Santa started Christmas instead of Jesus. And that he's a white dude. Well, the, the Jesus and Santa are white. You know, you, all you gotta do is watch Fox News. They'll and that Dudley Moore is sober. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but aside from that, before I start some kind of, you know, whatever, um, I, I laughed really hard at something because remember when they were, when, when, uh, the elf was making Santa's outfit and it was green and she's all like, mm, no, no green, whatever he does, you know, that's not good on him. And then they, yeah. and then he shows up in the red and everybody's like, oh yeah, amazing. And she says, a handsome man looks good in anything. Yeah, anything except green, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You just said he can't wear green, and now you're saying, oh, yeah, he looks good in everything. Liar. I don't like Mrs. Claus. Did, That's my point. Did any of you watch watch this with the uh, closed captioning on? No. Nah. Then I wouldn't have got the Wendigo Bendicom thing confused. <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt that, Joel. I think when you see when you want to see Bendicom, you see Bendicom. When I watch Bendicom, um, I watch Peter North. After they, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. After they, uh, they recite the poem to him. Uh, the, yeah, the bowl full night of before Christmas and the bowl full of jelly, and now he's eating a bowl full of celery. I don't know what he said, but in the closed captioning, when he takes a bite of that celery, salary? the closed captioning, they cut his salary? What? <laughs> he was they, spending they, too much of it on cookies. They, it was, yes, they took like a, exactly a quarter of it? Okay, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. That's oh, Joel, that man. Joel. Um, <laughs> you guys don't do it right. He's a, he's a card. You're I right. listen to no, this see, show no, specifically <laughs> for Joel's brand of humor. <laughs> It speaks to my personal upbringing as a white man in America. <laughs> now I've taken this yeah. joke too far. <laughs> in the closed captioning, when he takes he takes a bite of the vegetable, fucker, and um, <laughs> the closed captioning just says acid. What? <laughs> That's exactly what it said, and I have it written down here. I've just got acid with a question mark, like. Let's let's rewind that. Let's see. Let's go back and see what that's. Like. Sure enough, once again, bites it acid. Now I'm. Can you get a screenshot of that? Is that possible? I'm going to get a screenshot of that. I will. I will get a screenshot of that. But uh, in fact, that's probably going to be the uh, the cover picture for the show. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, I assume that's what he said. You sure he didn't say like so, hat or something? So my. <laughs> Uh, so my other question regarding the um the the accommodations, like they have this huge chalet mansion type thing. Oh, and why do they put them in the room? Basically, room? sleeping in a cabinet. Right, I know. Right, what was up with that? Up with that? And, it's, and they're not like they're small either. <laughs> and they just jam them. Here's three steps up into your little tiny cubbyhole cabinet where there's a bed. Good luck fitting yeah. in there. And then Santa goes, um, I'll, where are you going? Uh, I'll just be a second. Uh, Santa's got a prostate problem. I kept waiting for one of the elves to switch on the crematorium and realize that's where they were sleeping. That's what it looked like. It looked like a crematorium. It, did, it, it really did. It, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, just, I'm thinking at some point if I'm saying I'm going to be like, um, elves, you guys know how to build stuff. Build me a master bedroom, please. 
Yeah. You build me a bigger bed. It's the coffin hotels from uh, Shadowrun. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, cut to the future. There's, as Josh said, there's only one homeless kid in New York City. And did anybody notice when he got introduced, suddenly it turned into like a McDonald's commercial right in the middle of the movie? And Coca-Cola. <laughs> it was like a McDonald's yeah. commercial slash Sally Struthers commercial combined right there in the middle of the movie. It was very weird. Uh, well, when, he, when he's pressing his face yeah. up against the yeah, window? It, it was like it was like just completely blatant product placement. Oh, yeah. And, and they show these people eating eating those burgers, and you can almost... Everybody <laughs> smiles the second their, their teeth are home. <laughs> Between the world and New York City. I know when Sorry. I eat McDonald's, I'm usually crying. <laughs> what have I come to? <laughs> I can't wait for well, this uh, again. In, I told myself... In their defense, back in 85, they probably still had meat in their burgers. <laughs> that was a long time ago. It There's was? No meat, it's so. just the percentage is dropping. Yeah. yeah. Who wrote the dialogue for Joe the Homeless Kid? Joe. Uh, yeah. Frank Joe, the Homeless. Joe the Homeless right. Guy. Frank the Homeless Guy. <laughs> like, say something to the reindeer, Joe. Hey, how's it going, reindeer? <laughs> Tell him it's all right. Yo, chill, reindeer. It's cool. I, it's cool. I made $30. You're giving your best shot. <laughs> writing that movie. <laughs> he is a delight. <laughs> All right, super duper looper. Oh my god, that was annoying. And it was annoying in the first try. Okay, how the hell does Santa Claus know what the old college try is? I don't know, but I wanted to punch him in his jingle balls. I was. That is like, ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. How would he know that phrase? Because he was like, yeah. he was like what, like the 1300s or something when he. Yeah, they didn't have college back really then. Old college try. <laughs> well, they had a TV. Be like the woodcarvers try. Who wouldn't have? <laughs> they had like well, they had a TV, TV, but not until later. One a little bitty screen, giant carved wood box. Maybe he was really into art. He's like, give it the old collage try. <laughs> like he wasn't very good at it, but he was into art, like doing collage, and he just wasn't like he's trying it, and it's not working out. So, but I do have a comment. By the way, oh God. his comedy is ahead of its time. <laughs> Cornelius, Cornelius is keeping Joe as like a pet. What? Okay, this 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 poor Joe kid. I felt so bad for him because both of these people live in mansions that supposedly care about him, and neither one of them are like, "Hey, come live with me." <laughs> They're all like, "Well, Santa Santa Claus couldn't have him come live, and there was no more room in the bed." <laughs> all those elves that will never but die. Patches left. He had a he had an empty bed. He could have lived with the rain. He could sleep with the rain. And he wakes him up in the morning. Hey, rain day. How's it happening? In in one year, I'm going to come back here and we're going to have a special Christmas night, assuming you don't get stabbed by a hobo. (laughs) Or die of dysentery or hypothermia. It's not the Oregon Trail. Which is completely true because that kid doesn't age. (laughs) True. Figure the kid is what? Maybe 10, 11 years old? You know, my kids go for four months and they look totally different all of a sudden. That kid went for an entire year and he never changed his Next shirt. Next time I see Sophie, I probably won't even recognize her. <laughs> no, probably not. But, uh, yeah, Cornelia was like, when she put that food out for him, I was expecting, come boy, come closer. Yeah, yeah it's like, you keep, what's a pet? he's not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Jeff, come on, come on. Come boy. I just expected her, yeah. He comes up to get the food, she pulls out a trank gun. <laughs> now I have a pet. <laughs> Now you're going to come with me and play Prince Valiant. <laughs> Give it the old college try. <laughs> yeah, Cornelia and her page boy cut. Yeah. I'm going to take you in the basement. I'm going to so. introduce you to Dr. No-Nos. <laughs> oh, I love playtime. 
<laughs> God, Joel is a modern day Andy Kaufman. <laughs> so John Lithgow saved the movie. Brought it from a total zero to a one I for me. I think so, because John Lithgow is one of those actors that when he is on the screen, he commands your attention. You cannot not look at him. And he was so evil from the moment he stepped on the screen that I wanted to watch. When they were in court yes. and they were getting the, the court and he's like, this is, you know, they, when they, they lit the one toy on fire and immediately catches on fire. I was like, all right, that's pretty funny. But when they ripped the head off the <laughs> teddy bear and nails and chunks of broken glass it's fell on so <laughs> Sawdust, chunks of broken glass. I'm like, and it reminded me of the the Saturday Night Live skit with that Dan Aykroyd did, Johnny Bag of Glass, oh, yeah, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know, Giant <laughs> Bag of Glass. Yeah, Giant Bag of Glass, our new our new toy. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, John Lithgow had a so, lot of fun in this movie because he just basically didn't didn't really care, and he was just chewing the scenery up and and just just playing it up to the hilt. So he he wasn't like going for an Oscar; he was just having a lot of fun. Oh yeah, he's like, I'm getting a paycheck. I might as well enjoy yeah. this. And he and he and was. He, I mean, he was. He did the all the stereotypical, over the top, evil bad guy stuff that he could do. Fit, a, yeah, fit when, it all in there. When when Dudley Moore tells him to give it away for free, and he's like, that's for the where they're making they're making the uh, suckers. I what another la- another line that made me laugh was, you know, well, what color should we make him? How about puce? <laughs> I worry about you, Towser. <laughs> What's puce? So it's like, what's the kind of guy that likes puce? I, you know, it's we could call it puce juice. juice. Now that didn't make yeah. me laugh, but the, but the, I like puce. You would. That's what I, I make just, when I drink too much. Puce juice. Yeah. I just. <laughs> Did you catch the part where he backed up the car during the show? <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> The man. He should strike out on his own. <laughs> All these other three guys are dead weight. <laughs> Merely filler. <laughs> so. I edit my own my own version of the show where I cut those guys out and just listen to Joel. <laughs> so uh, the new sled sounds like Pac Man. <laughs> As every other electronic. Right. Yeah, I, I actually wrote that in my notes too. I said car dying equals Pac-Man dying. Yeah, it was like the it was like the sounds from the Atari Twenty Six Hundred Pac-Man. I, I, it immediately took me back to Pac-Man. I was like, oh my god! Like as soon as I heard that that noise, it was funny. I, I had yeah. to rewind for a second to make sure I heard it right the first time it, that it made the noise. <laughs> yeah, I, I did too. I was like, did I just hear that? <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? That must have been like. Like no charge for those for those noises back then because they were all over the right. place. If you pay attention to a lot of the 80, 80s movies, yeah. anytime there was a video game playing, it could be Defender, it could be whatever, and it always makes it sound. Well, that was like in the in the early days of the video game boom, and I, I think people had not realized the power of like licensing and registering your sounds and your trademarks and things like that. You know, nowadays you can't get away with anything like that, but at that point they didn't know the power of it, you know, and what it was worth. You got the power. You got the touch. Uh, uh, uh. You got the so. power. Okay, here's 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 a here's a separate question, apropos of nothing that we've been talking about. Why in the world would you build a runway with a curve in it? Because <laughs> it's a magic sled. I did not get that. The first time he's like faster, faster, and then I see the curve. I'm like, why are you saying faster? <laughs> um. God. So, John Lithgow attempts to take over Christmas too with the uh, 
He he honestly saved. F, you're right, Joel. It's like after that second half of the movie, when once John Lithgow got in, into it, you just to watch him be ridiculous was the best. I have to believe after almost every take, when the cameras cut off, everybody just started laughing. <laughs> oh yeah, he was because he he played it over the top. He played the I mean like so the ultimate caricature of the business. I just I just do not want to believe that they'd like cut and it's total silence and like. Do you think I captured his essence or something like that? <laughs> oh, I'm sure he did. <laughs> I was like, do you think I got it? Um, so there, so he kidnaps a kid and has his, uh, his driver handcuff him to a boiler room where he's found by Patch, who apparently lives in the boiler room. <laughs> well, he lived in the stables and, up there, so I guess the boiler room and, might be a step up. And he uses his magic dust to make these, uh, suckers that make kids fly. Not dangerous at all. No, that was his there's no, whole yeah. plan to get back into Santa's good graces instead of just, I don't know, doing his job. Yeah, he's like, yeah. fix the machine, <laughs> maybe? That's too easy. Yeah. I mean, what, what well, is the anything, quality control in Santa's workshop? How can things not, how can wheels not even be getting screwed together and it's still getting sent out? They need somebody on quality. Oh, my God. Okay, another point where I actually laughed. When the kid lost the the handle on his wagon oh, yeah. and it got and the, the by the school bus... <laughs> The look on his face, like, oh, oh is that school bus? Why did it not stop since I'm standing in the middle of the streets? <laughs> All my friends have have iPods, and I have this wooden wagon, and I'm really attached to it. <laughs> it's... I, it that didn't make sense to me that they, people were still that crazy about the toys that were made like for the 1800s. That, that was yeah. my that was the point of that set. Dude, free shit. That's all I gotta yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It was a world hey. in which everyone acknowledged that Santa existed, but they all thought he kind of sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's, he's like the worst grandpa. You're like, oh, thanks for the sweater. <laughs> he's like that, that uncle that gives you the gifts. Like, oh, thanks, uncle. You got me some Jello packs from the dollar store. Thank you. <laughs> My grandma used to give us the worst gifts ever. I know this is a, is, a, is totally off topic. Thanks for gonorrhea, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Literally three times I laughed in the past 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. My, uh, I, I, I wanted to make it a quick aside, but I'm sorry that I got, you know, I'm just going to say. Go ahead. With your grandma gave terrible so bad, It got so bad that my father actually had to tell her to stop buying us things. Don't get us. Oh, <laughs> so what's give us an example. So, well, no, you can't just yeah, drop that. What, like what? Oh, my God. She bought me um, one year a velour jumpsuit. <laughs> what? Yeah. And this was when I was uh about Svelte? 19. I was like 19 years old and yeah, in shape and everything. Yeah, but yeah, she bought me a velour jumpsuit. Jumpsuit. You look wonderful in that. <laughs> You're going to get all the ladies or boys whatever you That's, choose. That same year she bought my 23-year-old sister a um pink chiffon shirt with ruffles on it like, you know, from the 1980s. Yeah. So, it was <laughs> it, it was the 80s, wasn't it? No. No. We, that explains you know, all the, the sweaters you wore with the sleeves ripped off. Your grandma bought them for you. No, his sister gave them to him, made him oh. wear them. <laughs> that would explain the pink one. All right, I'll wear the damn sweater, but I'm not wearing the it's sleeves. Salmon. <laughs> I also had a grandmother who was known for giving really bad gifts, but I, I think that there was just something going on with her because we'd get like uh, Avon bottles that were like 20 years old and had a rancid perfume in them. <laughs> or I remember like, you telling me this story before. <laughs> or like a latch hook rug of a lion that was done wrong so that like one row of the lion was just all fucked up. 
Lion, lion look cross-eyed. <laughs> I'm a lion. Yeah, my, my lion's got a lazy eye. I'm, I can't see anything, so I can't catch any food. <laughs> it looks like a lion JPEG that didn't load correctly. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got to reload, make a sandwich. <laughs> One year, my uh, my brother got a package that looked like it had chocolates in it from Grandma. <laughs> he was like, chocolates? <laughs> I, he opens it up, and inside the cotton, there's a desiccated dead frog. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, and... <laughs> It's the chocolate frog. We were frog. trying to figure out, like, why would she send him a dead frog? And my mom was like, well, I guess she knew from when he came up there that he liked frogs. And I said, let's hope she never finds out he likes girls. <laughs> that Josh made up funny. <laughs> I, as soon as you started that story, I totally remembered it. I knew how it ended. I remember so hearing about it, too. put a frog in a box to give to him and forgot about it? <laughs> Is that the point of the story? Yes. Yeah. yeah that poor frog. No, she probably did. She did mail she put him. Cat food yeah, in the I, jello? That one was mailed. Yeah. Yeah. Live oh, frog in a box and mailed it to him, and it was dead. <laughs> like, no, in the first post office, they're like, "Did you croak?" <laughs> <laughs> the poor frog's like, "This is how it ends." <laughs> Covered in cotton. I don't know where the hell I'm going to wind up. Not with a whip. Uh, see my. My grandparents were all right with the presents because my parents oh, were shit. sending the list. <laughs> what? That poor frog. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the box and then he croaked. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, this shit. is why I listen to the show. <laughs> Highbrow humor. <laughs> Joel is Joel is basically he's the equivalent of like a, a slugger in baseball. It's either a strikeout or a croak. Yeah, my parents made sure they got the list. So like one in the year nineteen eighty four, I got asked for the nineteen eighty four Van Halen album. To my gave that list to my parents, and apparently they called Grandma, my dad's side Grandma, and they were like, "Okay, this is what he wants." She got me the nineteen eighty four album on LP, and. I opened it was like, awesome, I got this from Grandma. And it's, of course, if you remember the cover, it's got the little angel smoking. Right. And on the back of it, it's got the four guys, you know, all standing there in various forms of rock starishness. And David Lee Roth wearing nothing but a scarf and spandex pants. Right. <laughs> a look my grandmother gave me after I opened that was like, oh, awesome, cool, check it out. Thanks, Grandma. She's like, you're welcome. Just like, <laughs> she's completely, <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I know you wanted it, so I got it for I would you. Love to have been, like, it scares me. I would love to have gone on the trip to the record store to buy that with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would have been. Can you show me this 1984? Epic. Why isn't this man on, why is the man in the back not wearing any clothes? <laughs> so. Wow, we have talked this movie way more than I thought we were going to talk about this movie. Last, well, last we stopped thing talking about the movie about 10 minutes yeah. ago. The last thing, it's, the problem is half of the, what this, what this movie talk has been has not been about the movie. That's the. <laughs> Yeah, but but that's so the, back to the, the last thing I want to say about this movie is how the hell did the super duper looper make any difference whatsoever? <laughs> exactly, yeah, he they were just... already underneath them, and you could have just stayed there. Yep. Yeah. Why not just go faster? Why, why wait for them to blow up and then fall in the back when they could have just jumped out and gotten in your sled when you were underneath them in the first place? No, we're gonna risk them getting killed in the explosion and pick them up in the pieces. Hopefully there won't be too much. Well, because they brought up the super duper looper earlier, and it's yeah. like Chekhov's gun. Yeah, they, to bring it up, well, I know it has to 
act. But I was hoping they were going to bring it up and use it in a way that made some kind of sense in some kind of way. I think they were trying to spawn a breakfast cereal. (laughs) Mommy, can I have Super Super Duper Looper for breakfast? No, all we have is Golden Cavendish. (laughs) Yay, cancer. (laughs) And then, okay, here's, okay, before we, before we skip onto this one, one, one thing, two things, two things. Isn't keeping kids for a year until next Christmas considered kidnapping? Yeah, Joe, Joe is homeless, so no one's going to call him. But in the meantime, Cornelia had a nanny. Don't you think at one point or another she's going to go like, where'd that kid go? (laughs) So he's going to keep them for an entire year and then just bring them back. No, I think the nanny is going to disappear because John Lithgow has stopped paying her because he floated off into space and died. I think the nanny nanny was just going to be gone. I think the nanny was just drunk on what was in the liquor cabinet. Didn't care. And power. Well, all those lollipops. He's like, what a little bastard do anyway? You know, just like I feel like Mary Poppins. Exactly. So, um, and well, anybody nope, who did these kids are gone. That's that's what I'm saying. No one's going to notice because the nanny's going to disappear because her paycheck's going to stop coming in. She's, she's well, going to be like both of them disappeared. I don't know what the hell happened. I'm out of here. Or she's just going to live in the mansion by herself and never tell anybody that they disappeared. It's like, nope, this is my mansion. <laughs> More than likely. And she's never going to call the cops, <laughs> and nobody's going to miss the homeless kids. So yeah, Santa just kidnapped two kids. All good though. Yeah, because he's Santa. Yep. Who did the music? No one, apparently. Henry Mancini. No. Really? Yes, really. He had nothing to do with that intro song, I hope. I, well, here's, I'm looking at the um, uh, credits. Crap, where to go? I think it may be that they just maybe, no, he wrote the, he wrote the, uh, the score, I believe. Okay, but not the but, opening song. I would, I would, you, I would you like call opening? you a liar to your face if you told me he had anything to do with that opening song. Da-da. Well, he. Santa. It sounded very familiar to me. I can't place where though. Da-da-da-da-da. Somebody talk. Just keep please. going. Then. I don't. I want to keep. I, want to... I have nothing more to say about this movie. I'm. I got nothing to say, man. I'm just listening to you. I'm going to revert to last week. How? 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 No he, music by Henry Mancini. Okay, just. I was concerned about this because, honestly, it seemed like it was crap. I, and Henry Mancini, you know him for doing lots of good, you think, good music, right? right? He's all over the place, if his link would come up. Um, Are we playing Zelda now? Most of the... Ha! <laughs> it's funny. How many croaks? Shut up. All right. So that's Santa Claus the movie. Yep. Let us never speak all right, of it here, again. All right, here, right here. That definitely was it, Yeah. Yeah. Henry that. Mancini. Here we go. Music in Big Lebowski, Minority Report, Return of the Pink Panther, New Heart. Um, all this other, all this other music that he did. New Heart. Remington Steel. The Great Mouse Detective. Life Force. Oh, Life Force. I like the game. Uh, oh yeah. Bullet Hell Shooter. None of you have seen Life Force? Nope. I have not. No. Naked Alien Vampires? Oh man. That's a movie? Well, it's called Life Force. Oh, oh I'm talking about a separate movie called Me Naked too. Alien Vampires. Now that I, I would watch. That no, that's about. about Life Force. It's about the Underground Railroad. <laughs> All right, take a break. Yeah, let's uh, listen to some music that'll be chosen at a later day. <laughs> yes, there it is. Santa Claus is freaking me out. I have a million questions spinning around my head. Since he lives at the North Pole, I'm asking you instead. Tell me how he does it all in just one night. Nine reindeer. 
Hey, folks, welcome back from that song. Yay, that song. Nope. Yay, I love yes. that song. Hooray for that. That was a great song. I like that song. That used to be song. my ringtone. Really? That's amazing. No, it's not. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm amazed that Patrick knows how to set his ringtone. Uh, ah, we had to walk you through Skype. Um, <laughs> so I'm not back. a podcaster. I'm sorry. You are now, I, I think. Yeah, you are. Guess what? Back then, shows walk, in. when you had to walk me through uh, Skype, I was not. How about that? You also claim to not be a 14-year-old girl. I've never claimed that. We have I have never, ever claimed that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're up to 1994, which, honestly, I thought this song, or this, uh, this came out a hell of a lot later than that. Yeah, that was the first thing is when I saw what year this movie was. I was like, wow, yeah, we're really reaching into the present here. <laughs> I just saw the picture. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Sorry, I guess I should have waited on that. <laughs> right. Yeah. As everyone stops podcasting to send messages to each other on Facebook. Uh, good radio. radio. This is good radio right here. Should we start over? <laughs> Let's do it. Screw it. We're well, moving on. We get that far, so. Yeah, do yeah. some clever editing. Now I'll do some clever editing. All this hey, stuff is, that song was awesome. It's totally staying in, isn't it? <laughs> By clever, he means none. <laughs> yes. Clever editing is in, in, totally inept. Um, so, I, no, honest to God, I thought this movie was a lot made at least after 2000. It just seems like it wasn't 20 years ago. It seems ago. like it was. It feels more recent yeah. than 20 years ago, definitely. It looks 20 years ago. Yeah. It does. It really does. Him, I mean, the, you can definitely tell that, like, hey, we can do graphics on this computer. Who knew? Mike. Let's shove him down the pipe. your first clue that this was 20 years ago is Tim Allen had a career. Just saying. Ooh. Sorry, Tim Allen. Yeah, is he? Yeah. He probably... Yeah, no. Could be listening. Yeah, we got you, Tim Allen. Yeah. Take that. He's our nemesis, folks. In case you didn't <laughs> know it, Tim Allen is the oh, show's oh, nemesis. Oh, he's oh, he's oh, officially oh. on notice. As As right now... <laughs> Wait, he does have a prison record. So, He's tougher than all of us. Yeah, he does. Well, for was he a drug? Wasn't he a drug oh, mule? Uh, yeah, drug mule. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know, not, not mule in the classic sense, but he was smuggling drugs. Yes, he was just not not Dominic the Italian Christmas drug mule. I mean, he he had them in a bag. He had them, you know, in his bag. You know. Yeah, they hired him, even though he uh they went against their uh, rule of never hiring. Anyway, with a criminal it record. It was the first time they broke that rule. Yeah. Yeah. Because then where would Toy Story be? With somebody oh. else in that role? <laughs> no, with a different place, yeah. So, Scott Calvin has been... I, uh... Well, he inadvertently killed... Does he really inadvertently kill Santa Claus? Yes. I thought he just well, startled him. I mean, is that... Yeah, Santa's be? up on the roof. The roof is snowy and slippery. He noticed, well, he, I don't remember, I can't remember if he said something or he made a motion, but yeah, he basically startles him, he slips, he falls off the roof, he dies. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, yeah, it's startling. If he picked up a rock and chucked a rock it's, at his head, I could. I don't know. Would you hard. call it manslaughter? Maybe I don't know because it's like murder in like the fifth degree or something. Uh, gross negligence, maybe. Yeah. At most, gross yeah. negligence, you know, or, or possibly, um, um, what's it called? Oh crap! Uh, I lost it. Never mind. I can't remember what the charge is. I don't know. Gross right, so. negligence, or um, it's something. It's unintentional homicide, unintentional manslaughter, or something like that. I can't remember the phrase. I think it. we're digging into deeply into this movie. <laughs> That's very true. That's very are. true. <laughs> so, it, uh, IMDb. When a man inadvertently kills Santa on Christmas Eve, he finds himself magically recruited to take his place. <laughs> so funny. Oh, it's wacky. Cause he's, he makes toys. Don't you see the oh, irony? Yeah. What the hell did that toy do? I don't know. I, that was, that I was a, too busy watching him be a dick to his son and his ex-wife for no reason at all. Kind of like on Home Improvement. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, 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 uh. There's always reason to be a dick to your ex-wife. Do you have an ex-wife? No. I wasn't. I wasn't going to bring that he up. Has a dick, really? No. Hey, Pat, can uh, I use your dick to phone? But he's being he's being a dick just in case he ever exactly. Does. I'm prepared. Ah. Yes. See, uh, Judge Reinhold is a, douche. is a douche. Yes, and in this movie, he is also a douche. Nobody stuck a banana yes. in his tailpipe, though. <laughs> but they did use no. it as a unit of measurement. Anyway, go ahead. So, go through this. Tim Allen is the sarcastic. Uh, of course, the family is divorced or dead in most Disney movies because the child must always have something wrong right. with the family. Um, kills Santa Claus, knocks him, knocks him off the roof, picks up the card, puts on the suit, and he becomes Santa Claus. He gets a year to get his affairs in order after Mr. Universe tells him that... Uh, He's Mr. Now Universe? Santa. You mean David Krumholtz, Bernard Diel? Yeah, Mr. Universe from uh, uh, Serenity. Oh. Yeah, he, he killed me with a sword, Mal. I haven't seen Serenity, so me either. But what? Who are you? Josh. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Is that the Firefly movie? Yeah, oh, I did see that. Yes. I did see that. He killed me with a sword, Mal. How weird is that? I don't remember that line. That's though. him. That's it. I wasn't. A, I never watched yeah, Firefly though, so I mean that movie. I just watched it. It didn't really have any like, significance to me. So, so he kills Santa Claus, winds up on the roof where they immediately devolve into fr- into uh, fart Dick jokes. And fart jokes. Yeah, it and it got to this point where it's straining believability that he's still. It's like okay, you've literally flown around the night sky. Why are you still fighting this? Yeah. This is so stupid with these flying reindeer and me going down this I gymnasium. totally don't believe in Santa Claus, even though he just flew around. And why wasn't that little girl waiting the next year with like a shiv? <laughs> for Santa Claus? He was a dick to her. <laughs> oh, that poor. And she was so nice. I felt I was like, man, you are such a cock to this kid. All she wants to do is meet Santa Claus. And you're like, shut up. Go back to sleep. I'm lactose intolerant. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next note I've got, Judge Reinhold is a douche. Right. In a, in a ugly sweater. Yeah. In a, and he, apparently he mugged Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Give me back my and, sweater, Mr. Reinhold. You know, I've never liked Tim <laughs> Allen. Just gonna put that out of there. I, and you like him even less now? Well, I will say this. Is while this was not a good movie, as compared to the Santa Claus movie... Oh, it's friggin' Miracle on yeah. 34th Street. Not as bad as I remember. 
And I mean, it's, it's a nice family movie. You know, I mean, you know, you can sit down and watch it with your kids and not worry too much about, you know. You know so, I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. I mean, really. I, yeah. this has become a staple in my household. We watch every year. We have all three movies. We have the box set and we watch them every year and they're entertaining. I mean, love them or hate them. They're entertaining. Tim Allen does what he's supposed to do. And by the time you get to the third one, Martin Short, just to hear him say that he's skillful and delicious, is worth the price of admission. <laughs> Martin Short. Martin Short I'm not makes everything three better. More of these movies. Yeah. Now, if you can have a Christmas movie with Martin Short and John Lithgow, that's gold <laughs> right there. Get on that. Spielberg, you're doing nothing right now. Go do that. Uh, it's, yeah, I. All he's doing, all he's doing is sleeping on his giant pile right. of money. Did you also notice that there were no, in both of these Christmas movies, there were no midgets? Or what, what's the, wait, what's the correct name? Dwarves or little people. Yes. Okay, of those. <laughs> Neither one of these Christmas Wow. <laughs> that was far less offensive. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, there were no, there were no little people in either of these movies. The first one, it was just shorter guys. I mean, then Santa Claus, they just had Santa stand on a box or something. And in this one, they were all kids. Yeah. It's a kid's movie. Yeah, I actually thought the elves looked kind of cool. as kids who were playing it uh, straight as adults. But then how did they make other elves? That's when it gets creepy. Screw that. I want Deep Roy. Well, no, the, 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 thing, the, the problem is, I mean, haven't you seen Over the Rainbow? Producers know if you get a whole bunch of them together, you're just going to have calamity. So they just figure, you know, we'll just have some kids. We can control them a lot easier. A lot less alcoholism. Not none. Fact not you, none. Less. The fact the word that you chose was calamity. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're rooting and tooting and going through the streets, shooting their guns in the air and stuff, you know. But they're only little guns. <laughs> I want an elven flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing, they're, they're showing him this fire retardant suit. And he's all concerned about falling off the roof. I thought, actually, I thought that was kind of a funny running gag. So like, oh, all these safety measures. What about me falling off a roof? <laughs> and but then nobody pointed out that he has his fire retardant suit. Unfortunately, his head was com- would have been completely uncovered by wearing that suit. Did you see that afterwards? <laughs> there was like a little charcoal nub at the top. Well, they would yep. just take a frozen head and just sew it right back on top of that body that's you know nice and protected by the suit. Yeah. Wow, that got put, dark fast. Put Walt Disney's head on Santa's body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be like the happiest creature ever. <laughs> <laughs> Until it started eating children. Well, yeah, that's well, what makes you happy. happy. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, that's true. It would be happy. It just the kids would be depressed. <laughs> so, starring Tim Allen, Judge Reinhold, Wendy Crewson. Yes. Winnie what else Crusher? was she in? She was on uh, yeah. Veronica's Closet, I think. Wait, what? Veronica's Closet? It's a TV show. It's a really bad show that... Um, I think she was um, on it, wasn't she? Was, or am um, I thinking of somebody else? She Allie did, right? Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Here, let's open the Lincoln Log. Let's open okay. the Lincoln Log. I'm just... Eric Lloyd, oh. kid, who is now done... Force One... Those are words, yeah. She's on revenge and saving hope now. Oh my god. So the kid has gone on, Eric Lloyd, 
the son from the Santa Claus. I'm thinking of Whitney Malick. In 2011, 2011 did something called Chrome Skull Laid to Rest yep, 2. That was a pretty decent movie, actually. It had Brian Austin Green in it, which is a sequel to Laid to Rest. Who did that? Yes. <laughs> it had Brian Austin Green in the sequel. Basically, think, what if, if, if you had the money of Bruce Wayne, but instead of being a superhero, you were a serial killer? That's basically the premise of those movies. Dude, that sounds awesome. Yeah, they are. That's... They're pretty good. The first one doesn't... What would they that? I want to be that guy. The, the first one doesn't give you as much insight as the second one does. The second one gives you more like of a gives you more of that feeling, but the first one is pretty visceral, pretty bloody and gory. So I recommend it. What was it called again? Laid to Rest and Chrome Skull Laid to Rest Two. Hmm. All right. I will have to watch I that because that sounds awesome. Uh, David Krumholtz, who we had said before, was Mr. Universe from, uh, Serenity. Uh, past that, uh, Mary Gross played Miss Daniels, the teacher. Again, but Peter Boyle. Doing what Peter Boyle sure does. Much. Looking old and yelling Pretty at much. people. So. Um. Do what you do best. Lakeside Police. You're a bunch of dicks. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Seriously, let's let's arrest Santa Claus. Let's arrest every Santa Claus in town. There must be absolutely no crime in this town <laughs> if all their all of the kids from the entire town happen to be outside the house as they're pulling Santa away in cuffs in the middle of the yeah. night. What the hell kind of town is this? They obviously don't have a curfew. Is there even a, well? Is there even a lakeside in Illinois? I think so. There's a lake and, and glen and river and view this every, you know, there's every combination of parks and forests and great lake and river and. Yep. No. There is no lakeside Illinois. Wait. Tim Allen lied to us? Well, if you can't, if you can't trust Tim Allen, who can you trust? No, I'm looking up lakeside Illinois in Google Maps and I'm getting lakeside bank, lakeside collection, lakeside apartments. I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah. My it's entire reality open. has been shattered. Well, either way, they're Illinois it's cops. the end of 40 going on 14 as we know it. That's See, the end of it. Is. Patrick's reality is shattered. <laughs> I'm going to give up weed. Whoa. <laughs> oh. Back up the train there, buddy. So that's going to be our, that's like a full track of our greatest hits is just going to be Joel going, <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> All the side police get their coffee from Whitehead. But I would listen if that was the show. <laughs> <laughs> that Joel. Uh, Honey, get my he's monocle. Wet. What? He's rich for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> why would wearing a monocle to listen to a radio show? It makes you listen better. It does. Don't you read the New Yorker? Just listening. <laughs> it only focuses on one ear. All right. Anyway, the Santa Claus, I thought I enjoyed it. I thought and I've always kind of enjoyed it as a guilty pleasure, especially when he's first kind of realizing that he, no matter what he does, he's going to be fat and have a beard and he keeps trying to hide it. And for some reason, it's terrible CGI and it looks awful, but it's still funny to me. For some reason. You know, for 
20 and, years ago, the effects weren't that bad. No, they weren't. They weren't, uh, you know, no, they did definitely does not hold no. up. But I do remember watching a, a making of this movie once, and I mean, they did. A, I mean, they did a lot of put a lot of effort into the special effects. You know, for like you said, for the time, it wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. The effects were good for 1980 or 1994. Um, the Denny scene was depressing. Yeah, that was sad, man. That was. All the, all the, all the, uh, single dads sitting in there with their kid. And then they played, then they played Randy Newman in the background. Like, you got a friend in me. It's like, wow, that's terrible. <laughs> that wasn't funny. It's, it's like the anti Norman Rockwell. Yeah. Much. Well, so there's some good lines in there. I mean, it's like the, when they're in the, uh, the principal's office after, uh, after the kid freaks out in class about whether because his his dad is now Santa Claus, yeah, he's like, you know what? What did you do before you put him to bed? Well, we sure shared a bowl of sugar, did some shots of brown liquor, and played with my shotguns, field, field dressed a cat, and then looked for women. <laughs> did you just say field dressed a cat? <laughs> I read him a book. What book? Hollywood Wives. <laughs> oh, good lord. Uh no, it's, I mean, it was, it was good. I mean, it was good. It was a, the typical corny Christmas movie. For what it is. The little, yeah, the elves were pretty cool. I like the kids. You know, they had some good lines. I, though I do, what are some, I, I want a mug like that. That he had where he was drinking his hot cocoa. Oh, right. of, that pewter mug with all the reindeer heads on the bottom. Right. You, I don't know what you're talking right. about. Apparently I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm just looking it up, see if, if I can find it on the internet. Give me a minute. Go about your business while I search for this. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. Right. And one thing uh, that my wife Sarah pointed out while we were watching this is in this universe that they've created, th- that somehow none of the adults believe in Santa, but all these extra presents start showing up around the trees. That's not a clue to anybody. <laughs> it's like, wow, well, I guess I forgot buying that. Somebody broke in and left a gift. Yeah, somebody broke in and left a kayak. <laughs> but Santa Claus? Oh, who believes in Santa Claus? That's crazy. <laughs> he couldn't have been the person that did this. <laughs> I must I must have completely forgotten about putting the kayak onto the tree. <laughs> uh, that alcohol yeah. was strong. <laughs> well, I want to mug like that. Judge Reinhold is, is still a douche, and the kid does not know how to cry. <laughs> and he's way too excited about Christmas. Even before his dad is Santa, he's way too excited about Christmas. Yeah, you know, even if, even when you know that he believes in Santa and he believes in his dad, it's still a little crazy that he's playing with chairs in his room pretending they're reindeer a couple months <laughs> after Christmas. <laughs> he's way- it's like the prequel to Silent Night, Deadly Night. He grows up to be the killer Santa. Yeah. See, I would watch that. I did this for you, Dad. I did it for you. Oh, no, 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 no. I learned it by watching you. Uh, we have much less to say about this than I thought we would. Yeah, we do. I, it's, I mean, it's a corny. I mean, honestly, well, the- I was expecting a lot more because I thought it was made in the 2000s for one. And it's not. It's your generic by the numbers Christmas movie. I mean, I. 
it's bad. It's a hell of a lot better than Santa Claus the movie, but I didn't like either of them. Good point. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. It was, it was a perfect movie for what it's supposed to be. You know, I mean, just a, a generic blockbuster Christmas movie that's made to make money and entertain everybody and not be, you know, be kind of funny, but not be offensive and make money and, and send a positive message. So it is well, what it please. is. Oh, good, Patrick. It is what it is. Thank you. Smoke another bowl. Okay. God bless us, everyone. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm turning this podcast around. Shut up. (laughs) We're going home. So, that's all we got for uh, Santa Claus. Santa Claus. I think we... I think the problem is we got a lot of our uh, random asides out in, in the first movie. It's like, I mean, what more can you say? The Santa Claus sucked, but Santa Claus the movie was worse. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that about wraps it up. Yeah. That's it, everybody. Mwah. Good night. <laughs> hey, but I, so. we got some exciting shit coming up next week. <laughs> oh, wait, for Christmas. Yeah, yes. we do. Well, before we, before we go into that, you know what? We have some great ideas coming in. Some... Uh, Kevin Speaker, you on Facebook gave us a suggestion to do the Return to Oz movie. And I think that's yeah. a great idea. So thank Once you for that. Once we get uh, through all this holiday stuff, I am looking forward to that one, too. Yeah. I've, have it, any of you guys I seen have. it? No. You know who Kevin is, right? Kevin, Kevin Speaker. The guy on Facebook. He's, yeah. He's from the Undercover Unitards. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, I did not realize that. Yeah. Okay, then you know what? I'm going to stop being so damn nice. Why? <laughs> he didn't have to do that. He likes the show. He legitimately No, he didn't have to do show. that, but from what I've heard, Kevin's a dick. Wow. Well, wow. He can... hey, boy. At least he was when I listened uh, to the I show. I think Kevin's all right. All right. He likes the show. Leave it at that. I just don't want to say thank right. you to him, so thank you, Kevin. Well, I'd say thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Kevin. So if you want to contact us and have Mike call you a dick, <laughs> uh, yeah. you don't have to contact <laughs> us. <to do> that. <laughs> that's the most positive yeah. thing that's going to come out of this show right now, isn't it? <laughs> Feel free to email that's us. It. Mike will insult you on the air. <laughs> yes. You send me an email, I'll call you a name. <laughs> You're not friends with Mike until he calls you a dick at some point, actually. So. Yeah. Yeah, or you've seen his dick yeah. hanging over a towel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't email us. I was gonna say that. this is a family. Yeah, I was gonna say this is a family show, but I'm like, we no, it's not. Um, stuff. Yeah, exactly. I said this. I just took that back. This is not a family oh. show. This is this <laughs> show. <laughs> where it's going? Where it's going? I don't know where I was going with that. This is a show. This is a sex, this is a sex show. That's what this is. <laughs> I never before in my life have been so grateful that you are in Texas. <laughs> Because I don't know what show you're oh, doing. I know what I, I know what I'm doing. Wait. All right. If so. you'd like to know what we're doing, you can email us at forty go at fourteen at gmail dot com at gmail dot com. You can also find the show at Stitcher, Blueberry, Talk and uh, iTunes. Talk shoe and iTunes and iTunes and leave us some comments. We love to see your comments. We love to hear your ratings and love to see you guys. Uh, you know, download stuff and listen to our shows. You can also give us a ringy ding. 
at 708-NOW-RAP, W-R-A-P, or at 708-669-9727. It's Christmas. It's time to wrap. Indeed. It and is. you can find us at 40go14.com. Yeah, so what are we doing next week? Patrick. Um, what did the we butt? decide? We decided on doing, we're doing the Gremlins, and we're doing, um, oh, I wrote it Rare down. Exports. Rare Exports. Yeah. Yes, which is a, the Swedish movie? Fin- finished, didn't you say finish? Finished. I'm not finished yeah, yeah. yet, what? No, I thought uh, you said it's a finished, finished movie. <laughs> it is a finished movie because they released it. Ah, I see what you did there, yeah. hi boy. Two, uh, two Christmas-themed movies, though, you know, with, that have little bit of the tongue-in-cheek, but a little bit of the horror as well. Um, should be a good romping time, especially since we get to look at Phoebe Cates. But yes, yeah. it is Finnish. You're correct. Yes. I thought so. And uh, if you want to watch along with us, Rare Exports is on Netflix, Netflix. Netflix yes. streaming. And Gremlins is not, but you can pretty much Unless you already anywhere. own it and are a superstar like the rest of us. Exactly. Indeed. There's a, I was at Target the other day, there's a DVD, Gremlins, Gremlins 2, and something else. Well, Goonies. Uh, all, all on the same DVD, all on the same Blu-ray. Return Gremlins 2? <laughs> That'd be nice. There, hey, wait. Spike's in that. I thought they were going to be like, I like Gremlins, Gremlins, 2. Gremlins 2 and Castaway, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't give Castaway away anyway, so they got to stick it on with something people actually want. Uh-huh. Actually, the first one was Gremlins, Gremlins 2, and Sophie's Choice. <laughs> and Sophie's Choice was to not watch Gremlins 2. <laughs> Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, and Philadelphia. <laughs> that is the gift that keeps on giving, sir. Oh, that's awesome. Right there. I am HIV positive about that. <laughs> oh, Holy shit. Wow. That Joel um, is no so longer on my friend. <laughs> I am tuning in. Cancel my subscription. <laughs> this is free? Oh. I have reversed my decision. Leave the boy in the well. <laughs> I'm flip-flopping. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you for listening for this uh, show. And if you are just finishing up and you think to yourself, you know, hey, I'm going to go watch that Santa Claus, the movie. No, Don't. Save yourself. It's too late yeah. for us. We, we're, doing, we're doing this for you, folks. Um... <laughs> But there you do go. Do it for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you said do 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 <laughs> do do for you. Right. So next week, folks, rare exports and gremlins and that high class humor that you've come to expect from forty and going on fourteen. The kids show. Kid. <laughs> Good night, folks. This is a weird ending, but. Santa Claus is freaking me out. Nine thousand people living in my neighborhood alone. That's not including cats and dogs who at least get a bone. Don't tell me not to cry and not about. Santa Claus is freaking out. I have a million questions spinning round my head until I get some answers. I refuse to go to bed. What's happening in a week? I'm having my testicles laminated. Oh, okay. Are you going with a uh, a gloss or more of a matte? Go with a matte finish. I don't want to be, you know, show offy. <laughs> <laughs>